Welcome to the talk show, Lighting the Educational Flame, with your host, Mark Hoberman. The goal of this show is to provide a learning experience to people of all ages, with guests from various fields and academics, a wide range of industries, and insight into the many forms of art, athletics, and entertainment. We hope you enjoy the show. Actor Simon Tu is our special guest today. Simon talks about his experience in commercials, movies, and more. Simon will also talk about giving back to others through his company, Simon Technique Studio. Hello and welcome to the talk show, Lighting the Educational Flame, brought to you by Great Success Education. I'm your host, Mark Hobman. Today's guest is actor, singer, and voice coach, Simon Tu. Simon, welcome to Lighting the Educational Flame. Hi guys, nice to meet you, and and thanks for having me, Mark. Oh, it's my pleasure, my pleasure. Simon, before we talk about your professional career, can you tell us a little bit about your background and uh, upbringing as a child? Oh my gosh, my upbringing, that's a long story. 29 different schools growing up. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I was um, a teacher and I only taught in four. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I have more experience now. <laughs> So, um, no, it's, it was a crazy life. Like, um, you know, my family's always like donating stuff all over the world and try to like help people. So I just kind of kept traveling, grew up in, with a lot of different family members. But it was really cool because um, throughout this process, I got a chance to uh, learn from different cultures. And it's just so fascinating that like, because I was forced to be in those positions where I have to compare to different cultures. And um they had like a lot of similarities for example hot pot right or like gumbo or like the russian like potato soups you know or like a lot of culture kind of merged together in certain ways because there's some wisdom behind these you know legendary things that they pass on right um or the wisdom that they pass on and at the same time there's also a lot of things you have to be localized in order to pass down the information for education which we're, we talked about Absolutely. So, uh, you know, and we talk more about, you know, we know about your upbringing now, and uh, I want to talk now about your career, which you, you've done it all. So, you know, there, there are a lot of people out there in the entertainment world uh, who do commercials and voiceovers, and there's so many things to do in the business as they get up there into, into bigger parts. Uh, what's your experience uh, in that part of the industry with voiceovers and commercials? Um, so I, I love voiceovers and oh, commercials. So I had a small title called like the Asian P commercial prince back in like 2011 to 13 or something. Cause I don't know. I was, I, I was really, really fortunate to have done a lot. Um, I don't think I can name the brands here, <laughs> but I think I've done like over 80 commercials and, um, internationally and, and national and, or like the, you know, Asian market, blah, 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 all of them together. And um, it was so much fun because um, I feel like once you get on a roll, like do more of them, it becomes much easier because it's almost like a practice of working with different directors or different teams. And every director directs you differently and have different like keys. For example, some directors will be very, very nice and be like, okay, if you're holding like a beer or holding whatever, like you have to be like that, the same position, three, two, one, action, three, two, one, action. So, so we have like the muscle memory array, you know? because we've done it so many times so we know okay so they want almost identical you know inserts of your hand da, da, da. and sometimes you can ask for like one of those grains or something so you can leave your hand there and just at least for me like we all we have little strategies so i know my muscle memory here so with a three two one action you know so it's the it's the same movements so they get the best shot in the shortest amount of time 
and they'll like to use it next time. So that's pretty cool. How long does a, a 30 second or one minute commercial take to shoot? You know, people think that you go in, you walk in, it's a one minute commercial, you take three minutes in case there's a couple of takes, you go home and that's it. It's much more involved than that, isn't it? Oh yeah. Um, I, I, from my experience, it usually takes, I mean, it takes a lot of planning, a lot of planning. Uh, sometimes even rehearsals in a foreign language and then um um yeah it's it's from my experience it took a fitting of course blah 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 so it takes about one day of fitting usually and then about uh one to seven days of shooting depending how big it is is fit, fitting is the clothing you mean clothing yeah so we try on the clothes and see like if it fits if it looks good or not also, so they don't say come in jeans and a nice black shirt. They, they, whenever you go to a commercial, it's always clothes that they tell you this is what you're wearing. You know, I mean, you know, it's the industry. I think everyone's trying to save money. So like, um, they're always <laughs> trying to, clothes. yeah, but, but you never end up wearing your own clothes. At least I haven't in a while, you know, like it's always like, um, it's always their clothes for some reason. Well, without telling us maybe the brand name, can you tell us the different, uh, you know, 80 commercials is a ton, the different types of products, uh, those commercials that you've been in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, banking, cell phones, telecommunication, um, um, fast food, um, beers, um, um, yogurts. Um, <laughs> insur- uh, yeah. Oh, gosh, I can't. I actually have the names faster. I can probably. No, no, the brand is in yet. Well, that's what that's what branding and marketing is all about. They want to know the brand more than they want to know uh, the, the product. I get it. But without mentioning the brand, I know you were in a commercial with uh, John Legend and his wife Chrissy Teigen. So what was that like? You don't have to mention the brand. Yeah. <laughs> no, they they were awesome. It was really really cool to see them on set and work with them on set. It was like, it's just great people. And I always love I love music. You know, so come on, John Legend with the music produced for La La Land, I believe so. And also he's just a, like his name, a legend, you know, like, and, and um, it's, it was, it was awesome. It was really, really cool to work with. And everyone's on set was so nice. Yeah. So nice. I'm sure it was a great experience. Uh, when we talk now about either bigger parts or TV and movies, do you think there are, are enough meaningful roles in television and or movies uh, for the Asian community? I wish there's more. I really wish there's more. Yeah, this guy's got to work. Simon's got to work. Call him. <laughs> Thanks. So, um, no, I really wish there's more. And I think it's going towards that direction a little more, like the representation and also the authenticity. Um, and at least in my ex- experience and talking to some executives and stuff uh, at different studios and uh, producers, it's like, it's, I feel like it's half half like some people are like just we're just gonna keep doing the safe safe way safe way but there's some people who are like also trying to find that authenticity for example um uh, i'm not like those pro like oh my gosh if you're like you know if you're looking for vietnamese well you have to look for vietnamese like separating all the agents so much that you can't even play because that's only like saying like um um the caucasian or white americans can only play their specific like right, i'm right. part dutch and i'm part like, yeah, right. like that's like so but, but at the same time it's like but at least authenticity for example the northern chinese at least have really be chinese not japanese so like I don't, like, it, like the characters maybe it's it's fine once in a while but like it's at least you have to speak it correctly you know not like a completely different language you know which happened used to happen a lot by the way um and so for example northern chinese is like uh 
吃了嘛，哥们儿，哎呀，行啊 ，you know whatever。And Southern Chinese is like， 啊，呃，早上好，哎，大家好，啊，是的，行，可以，可以，好的。So it's completely different， right？ But no one ever gets that。And so like sometimes when it's not that authentic， it there's a discrepancy。You know， it's almost like if we're making a movie in Asia about the United States， and it it doesn't fall in this right categories。It's like you get really confused and really bored out。Right away, but but English speaking people would never see the discrepancy. You would sit and you would know the discrepancy right away. Oh yeah, saw heard that. Oh yeah, oh big time. So so and I'm just saying like while we're on 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 air, like I'm just hopefully get a chance to share that experience because I lived there for so half half basically.、Um, I grew up in America, Santa Monica, but I I um I also lived in Asia and worked in Asia for quite some time. Um, especially with co-productions or like different international、um, directors and producers, so it was really interesting to see both side of the picture. And I'm just like I'm an advocate, and I just hope that one day we can do more projects like that、um, that can actually and it's doable. Like imagine like dance, right? We go to like dance or ballets or whatever or modern dance shows, and it's an international language. But how come now that we added language and other Even like more supporting artistic work, it makes it less communicable. Which is, you know, you're adding more budget, you're doing more artwork, you're making even more grandiose and filmy. It's spending so much money on it, and and it's it it's de- de- detached even more. So that's the discrepancy that I'm really working so hard. I even trying to write projects right now and just 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 trying to. Push that forward, and especially as a performer, an actor, and a singer, just really try to、uh, be more authentic. Well, well, you mentioned projects, so I'm sure my viewers are going to be very excited to hear about,、uh, I guess, your latest project, which is the movie、uh, "Lead the Way," in which you play the main character. So, tell us about that. That's got to be really exciting. I mean, that's that's your baby now. Oh yeah, that's so. Oh, it was such a pleasure to work with these the team.、Um, it was a lot of fun. Our director is Richard Anderson. He's a two time Oscar winner、um, and an Emmy winner.、Um, so he's he was known for his doing the sounds. So I, I was so th-、um, thankful to work with him because even though like he's not an Oscar winner for directing, but who cares? Like working with any like professional people, they just have that mindset and attitude and. It was so endearing to work with him, and just to see like how he thinks and how meticulous he wants things to be, and why, and his artistic vision.、Um, so talking to him on such, you know, I learned a lot. I learned a lot, and um, um, for those of you who don't know, like he did, like you know, um, um, what is it?、Uh, Indiana Jones, Star Wars, <laughs> Star Trek, <laughs> Night Before Christmas, like.、Um, Um, I'm Lion King, like a bunch, yeah, yeah, like a bunch. Like if you go on his IMDb page, um, but but more importantly, I learned a lot. And um, our producer Julia, she was awesome, and our writer um, Eugene. It's just, it was it was a script about um autistic person who even she got semi blind, written for the president of the United States. And that's your that's your uh, that's your role. Yeah, Patrick Lee. <laughs> Yeah, so people should know lead the way is L E E apostrophe D, <laughs> lead the way based on the character's name Lee. Sure, 
Yeah, satire. I love satire, and um, <laughs> so I think what well, you run for president, right? Your your character runs for president. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and and have you guys? I, I think we still didn't you win some kind of film festival award recently? Yeah, we won the um, best independent feature film uh, at um, Chinese American Film Festival recently. That's huge! Congratulations. That's great to hear. Thank you, so, thank you. So, so a lot of times when we say this on the show, often that, that the people, the viewers, they know the glory, but not the story. So you must have encountered obstacles along the way in pursuing your passion. There's got to be a lot of no's. If you did 80 commercials, maybe there's 200 that you didn't get. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm sure that uh, there were some, some obstacles. So this is your passion, your love, entertainment. Uh, what were some of those struggles like? Oh, my gosh. It's just, I feel like the, the, the struggle of entertainment is that we, I wish I learned this earlier on. Um, and a lot of, I had a really great mentors and really taught me this, but you know, you, you could always have better education and more education and more training. And um, one of the things that I, I learned is that we have to treat this like a business, right? So like, and the, the earlier you get a chance to work um, in different positions, not just a little bit, but a lot, like as a writer, as a producer, as a da da da, you know how they think you know, not be like, so it's not, so it actually gets us out of that narrow-mindedness as an artist that a lot of us get trapped into, because as an artist, you're only looking at your world, your vision, and and be the best you can in that world. So that is so priceless, but at the same time, it's like, that's also a hindrance because you don't know how to help the other people to help you. So um, I personally feel like um, I-, I learned that, um, later on in life was that um it's a business you know there's marketing there's the there's the there's the branding there's the uh there's the um craft for sure there's the audition process blah blah blah. so actually that's why i i came up with like some celebrities in asia and also um some great dear friends um together for simon technic studio to um and we have academy Award winners in in the studio as well and world champions and we only find the best of best and we just try to give back as well and um, share with the next generation that this is ju- it's also a business. It's also um, it's a whole package. It's not just like blindly going to school and just taking lessons. Okay, and then ten years down the line, okay, I'm done. What do I do next? Because a lot of young generation people, I realize that they tell me they're like, we don't know what to do next. Some people graduate from top schools. I don't want to name names here, but top like IV schools, you know, or in the world, or even. You know, and they spend hundreds of thousands of dollars in their lifetime for education, which is actually pretty common for like elites, you know, but they're still kind of lost. They're like, okay, then what? So we try to provide a place where like you can start studying with Academy Award winners or world top people um, at a very young age. Um, and, you know, we provide very specific things for them to help them grow and programs and projects for them. And um, hopefully uh, we can help them with um getting into better schools, you know, but even more importantly, growing who they are, finding who they are at earlier stage. That's great. And, uh, you know, it's great that you mentioned such a process and it's a business because people don't realize, and if it's a business, it's work. And it does take a lot of work to hone your craft, to learn the right things to do, how to audition, to memorize lines. So you mentioned earlier that, you you know, you had a, a great time. You appreciated so much what you learned from some of the tops of the industry. 
uh, you know, the director of, uh, of Lead the Way. What are examples of some things you learned? I mean, you've been in business for a young guy. You've done a load of commercials, a lot of work, international. What, what were some of these things that you learned from some of these really top-level people? Oh, my God. I learned so much. Um, I want to do a shout-out, like, to my mentor, um, Elizabeth Sun. She was the most giving person ever. Um, she She was just... She kind of taught me the most important part of my life, I believe, is to give. And um, like as you, you're in education, sometimes you don't get paid a lot for education at all. Sometimes it's almost free. You know, like if you calculate, sometimes you get almost minimum wage. But it's just because to see them grow, it's like, wow, this is unbelievable. It's almost like you almost treat them like your own like kids, you know. Um, and um, so she, she gave them a lot in her life and always taught me where to go and just very expressive. And that's what this program is about. Like, it's not just after taking class, we have a mentorship program where like, you know, they can ask questions, we guide them through different things as well and the paths as well. So um, that's one of the things I learned so much um, to give back to don't lose that while you're on, on a path of what you want to do as well. Um, and then um, I, working with Joseph Fines, he was amazing. He, um, I was. I remember I was working in Asia for a long time. A lot of time, there's they, they their their craft in China was Samsovsky mainly, and it's a lot of pre prep work and and which there's nothing wrong with Samsovsky. It's just that because um, the environment that they're in, it's it's a lot faster. It's like fast paced. It's more like fast food. So a lot of people and you know not getting too much into the cultural aspects and the preparation work over there, but it's just it becomes very like I don't have time to do my work. Not like us work like a teamwork so sometimes and so uh, i remember working when he was like simon you know i got this relax and i was like okay and i remember when he said that i was like yes because i started training and acting and music in america first i was like oh my gosh thank you for reminding me and so because i did a lot of prep work and pre-story whatever all the backstory stuff and i just sat in and just let him feed everything to me like meisner work feeding the react acting's reacting right and it was so much fun working with him. And he really like reminded me and clicked again. I was like, oh my gosh. So um, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was an honor working with him. Um, he was just so good. All you have to do is just react off of whatever he's giving you. It's so good. Um, and um, it was really lovely to have like, uh, you know, his talk in his room afterwards. And he was, you know, he was very, very nice to say like, it's like, thank you for doing your work here and, you know, for the project. And, um, it was very sweet of them. It's also great that you're open to learning. Some people, you know, don't have that growth mindset, and you certainly do. And you know, you mentioned education, but I know that you are a little involved in education yourself. I want to dissect a little bit uh, about uh, and learn more about Simon Technique Studio. So, Simon Technique Studio. Okay, so at the beginning, I didn't want to name anything like under my name. I was like, why? You know, it sounds so like ugh. You know, but like. I was like, why don't we name like, um, you know, educational growth or like some energy. Anyway, so, something that's like positive, right? And then not like my name, <laughs> but like, um, so, but because um, I remember I was acting a lot back in Asia and I, I was in Beijing at the time. There's just so many projects at the time. And and I was talking to A-lister there, um, Zhang Jiayi, and he was really, really cool, like that 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 team. Um, and he's an amazing actor there. I really respect him and also the team there. 
But they were like, Simon, like you're one of the few bilingual actors and bicultural actors here that works a lot and also really understand it. Um, so um, I was like, okay. So, and then, <laughs> and then they're like, why don't you do some education? Because they realized that I can localize like um, Meisner or like, you know, uh, Woodhagen, like different techniques into the localization. And they've been having, um, a lot of Asian actors has been struggling with that. It's because just like you, you mentioned, uh, you, you, you have some experience um, with books, right? Like any books translated into a different language, you lose like 30%, sometimes even depending on who you find, 70% sometimes, you know? And they're like doing like, it's almost imaginally you're like, um, you're fishing, you're like, oh, this is the best technique, yeah. But how come there's no fish? You know, oh, oh, I'm the wrong pond. Oh, I'm so sorry. You know, like, like, you know, like, it, that's what was, ha was happening. So, um, I spent a lot of time about, um, about more than 10 years, like with these people, uh, I was working with, uh, our, my other co colleagues were the four, um, top teachers from the four conservatories in China. Um, um, and then I was the international coach there. So I would like, you know, fuse this thing together. I was like, okay, so how do we make this better? How do we communicate this better how do we localize it for example like the chinese culture um a lot of chinese actors like huh, ha, yeah yeah rah. it's big right and um even japanese culture is sometimes it's very big as anime like ah you know like like almost like um naruto you know or whatever like you know but but the real culture within the cities at least um is are like um hey uh hmm. very quiet Bye -bye. You know, it's, it's so it's, it's, it's so it's it's very small right and it's very like but how come when it goes on the camera it's like <laughs> it's like so it's animated so exaggerated so because um the asian culture you have a lot less um physical expression compared to like the Amer uh, america i think i read it somewhere like psychology or like communication 70 percent is physical language oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but that's not really the case there. So, if you implement every, you can't implement anything. You have to be able to understand the culture so much that you can localize it, or else it doesn't make any sense anymore. So that's what I was doing, and that's how we got started. So I, I was, I'm very fortunate to have like a lot of A-listers and um, um, just celebrities and like top actors there to help me with this program to build the curriculum and like and to fix like what we need to share with these people, um, and also some mentors um from from america as well like top people so so is it are you teaching acting you're teaching singing who are you teaching and what are you yeah doing? so we just started this thing um um march this year so um i mean we've been doing education for a long time but it's like the online platform so we um i do the acting and singing part and we have like um we have artists um we have also like producers and stuff like that but we have artists he's an academy award winner a great dear friend of mine um um james paris he's he's awesome and um he he did like uh i don't know can i say titles of movies here sure oh yeah it's already out so like he did like i i robot um benjamin wow. button um uh, he did the face and um the uh spider-man lion king mulan blah, blah 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 the list goes on and he's he's great he's just phenomenal like even sitting in class i was like oh man james i'm learning a lot like I am every every time. So um I I just want to make sure that we're giving the best we can to to the next generation. So if I'm still learning a lot, I'm like, okay, hopefully that's gonna translate so they can learn a lot as well. 
So, so you're paying forward the tradition your parents started about paying it forward and giving, which I think is great. Uh, which begs the question, what is next for Simon too? Man, I want to really start um, getting onto more projects in the, in the States and also start developing some really cool uh, cross-cultural projects. Um, it's, we're, we're looking into it right now. Um, meanwhile, we do, I do, I can't say much about it, but I'm working on a song as well. Like we continue to work on songs. Um, we did two songs during pandemic because it was so hard to go to studio stuff. So it was, it's a more independent project. Um, a song was called the lead the way. And we got a lot of people to sing together for that, like influencers, celebrities, um, and actors and singers to come together and around the world. So we did something nonprofit like that. And, um, you know, and another song called Shape Your Future for U.S. Census. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but this time it's going to be like a pop song. So I'm really looking forward to the different creative um, projects that's happening coming up. And where should people go to find out more about you? Are there websites or places you can go? Your IMDb page, I'm sure, is one. But where can they go to find out more about you? So um, there's two websites right now. There's one called Simon2, and that's a T-W-U. Um Simon to just think about like we think of like Asian guys as not sorry not Asian guys like <laughs> typical Asian stereotypes. <laughs> the reaction is just like oh with the camera yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Simon two with a U. Um, <laughs> Simon two actor at uh, Simon two actor dot com and the school page is Simon Technique Studio um, dot com. Oh by the way, the reason why it's called Simon Technique Studio is because these guys in Asia spent like 100K on marketing in, on Baidu in Asia. So it's the first thing you can find, like Simon Technique or Simon Technique Studio is the first thing that pops up on news. So, so it's like, you know, it's like, why not use something that's already out there? It's already a brand there. Oh, there. So. Well, Simon, too, I can't thank you enough for joining us today, sharing your passion uh, and all your experiences you've had in the entertainment business. I really appreciate you being here. Uh, To the viewers, this is Mark Hoberman thanking you for watching Light of the Educational Flame. Catch us Monday nights at 9 p.m. EST on E360 TV, on Roku and Apple TV. Remember, we're 24-7 on the Light of the Educational Flame YouTube channel. Have a great day, Simon. Thanks so much. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. Thank you for watching Lighting the Educational Flame. To contact Mark Hoberman, email him at info at gradesuccess.com or visit him on social media through Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Thank you for watching Lighting the Educational Flame.